This is a 98 FM podcast. Back in 1995, two women took the world by storm when they published The Rules, a dating manual that told you how to get the man of your dreams if you followed the rules. Now, um, if, if you want to get into this, I want to know what are your own personal rules for dating. It could be anything, just let me know. 53981, what are your own personal rules for dating? 53981, do you have a, a certain no-no and a certain things that you will kind of give a bit of leeway on? But... 18 years later, they're back with the new rules. And I'm joined now by one of the authors. I'm joined by Sherry Schneider. Sherry, you're very welcome to the show. How are you doing? Oh, hi, Joan. Great. Thanks for having having me. you're, You're very welcome. Now, the brand new rules. So when you originally wrote uh, the rules, and I know you've written several uh, books since, it was a phenomenal success. Right. So, uh, did it just did it take on a life form of its own? Were you very shocked at the success of it, Cherie, or 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 uh, did you think no? I, I knew this well, was going to fly. We knew that it worked on a one-on-one level, like it worked for me. I got married by doing the rules. Ellen got married by doing. All our friends who did the rules got married. Girls who didn't do the rules got heartache. We saw that it worked with all our friends and friends of friends. And we just had to write it down because it was getting crazy. People were calling us, and they just couldn't remember anything. They were writing it on their hands. <laughs> so we said, you know what, we're just going to write it down, rule by rule. And we were a little surprised that it was an international bestseller, but we were not surprised that it worked. We knew that it was a formula that was foolproof. And had yourself and Ellen, your, your co-author, uh, yourself and, and Ellen Fain, did, did you strictly abide by a set of rules before you wrote the book that that your parents had taught you or where did you get the rules from? Well, Ellen had done them first and got married. It was kind of like, um, you know, she was talking to a friend and, you know, they came up with the idea that when you pursued guys, they kind of got scared and ran away and when you ignored them a little bit, they were more interested and I kind of noticed it and we just kind of tested it on people. It was kind of an organic, informal thing and then you know, we met with girlfriends for dinner every week, and it was like Sex in the City before Sex in the City, and everybody brought their <laughs> dating troubles to the table, and we noticed that the girls that played hard to get got the guy, and the girls that were chasing them didn't. So it was kind of like it was all adding up to the same answer, you know? So when play you, hard to get. When, play hard to get. So when you wrote the rules um, back in 1995... Uh, what were what were the because we'll move on then to, to your new the new rules but what were the rules back then some of the things that you used to advocate back then and you'd advise oh, people not, to don't don't call men because that shows obvious interest and and rarely return their calls they'll call again if they want you don't move in uh, don't you know like don't live with a guy wait to have sex uh, don't see him more than once or twice a few times a week maximum girls were seeing guys you know five six seven days a week. Uh, don't go away with him for more than a couple of days. Just less is more. Everything was about restraint, um, self-control, you know, that kind of thing. And now that the rules have moved on, because I actually, I, I spoke to you, and now I'm sure you've done so many interviews, but I, I spoke to you back in the day when you actually, it mightn't be 18 years ago, but it might, might be about 17 years ago when the book came out first, and I remember the, the effect that the book was having on people. So the new rules we we have uh, we're now at a, at a stage, Sheree, I suppose, where everything it's a whole brave new world and it, and it's frighteningly quick the way it's all happened. We have internet dating, we have everything is about social media. So, do the same rules still apply? 
Well, the spirit of the rules apply in the sense that we still want men to chase us because men love a challenge and they get bored if it comes too easily. But it's the technology has changed everything so much that we needed to write a new book because people couldn't figure out how to do the rules in an age of texting and Skype and Facebook. They needed it to be spelt out, and that's what we do in this new book. Uh, but let me know, by the way, if you um, out there five three nine eight one, if you agree, and it, it, you know what 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 Sheree is saying, and and. Uh, is this the right way to go about it? Don't pursue um, that men run away, they get bored. Um, don't call them, don't answer calls, all this kind of stuff. So it's, it's all about playing hard to get. Um, so if you if you meet somebody on Facebook or, or whatever, or um, whatever way you meet them on, on social media, what do you advise people to do, Sheree? Well, you have to let the guy make the first move. We have clients. We do consultations. We have clients in England and Ireland, all over the world. And they will say, oh, I saw a guy that I went to high school on Facebook, so I friended him. And then this happened and that happened. And we're like, whoa, hold on. If you friended him, it's like almost over because he should be friending you. The guy has to make the first move, whether it's texting or Facebook or Skype or whatever. If he doesn't make the first move, you will never know if he really likes you or is being polite. Uh, and five three ninety eight one is is that true, guys? Would would you be? Do you still think that men get very scared if you pursue them? Oh, you can't ask guys. Guys will say, "Oh, I love it when a girl texts me or friends me," but they don't, you know, date and marry those women. They're flattered; they'll sleep with them, but they won't really, you know, think, uh, "Wow, I got the girl of my dreams," you know. Um, so you you so you still advocate? Excuse me, <clears throat> that a, a man does all of the chasing. Um, how about if you're in a relationship, maybe for three months, six months at this stage? Well, you know, if he said I love you, exclusive, and you know has shown you know substantial interest, met your family, etc. Then you know, friended you on Facebook, said that you're you know in a relationship on Facebook. Then you can occasionally, you know, shoot him a text or whatever. But um, for the most part, he's doing all the asking out. He picks you up. He pays, you know, et cetera. But the main thing that we're trying to bring up with this book is that women are going on Facebook. They're posting, like, hourly status updates, just had coffee, walking my dog. They are not coming across as a special girl. Guys meet a girl at a bar. They friend her on Facebook, and then they find out everything about her, and they're like, whoa. You know, it's, like, scary how much information they're getting. You know, sad Monday, hate my boss. You have got to not use Facebook as therapy. I, so I think I, I was... Uh, I I believe that wholeheartedly, but I believe that about all of your life and using Facebook. I, I don't I don't get it, but maybe I'm, I'm just... I don't know. Maybe I'm just odd. I don't get it why you put when you, you got your dog's haircut on. I don't right. under, I don't un, I don't understand. <laughs> so you're a girl. You're a natural. Uh, but I just don't understand it, even if you're not dating. I don't understand why you would want to put every single little bit of your life on, uh, you know. No. Where, you know where what it is? Everybody it. wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be Jennifer, you know, Aniston and, you know, Brangelina. They just want that fame, that attention. It's It's crazy. But, you know, it's not life and death with regular people, but it's life and death with a guy because girlfriends will understand and they'll like your post and everything, but a guy will get scared by the intensity of your emotions, you know, played out there. So the other thing we tell women is to get out of a texting chat, you know, soon, like before he does. Like if you're texting, we, we get calls from women texting guys till 2 a.m. and they're wondering why they're not getting dates. It's because they're 
saying too much and, you know, it's overkill. And the guys are just like, you know, I'm done checking already. out. Like they're like, uh, thank you, no thank you. It's too much. Girls have to get out of there first. They have to end texting chats first. They have to end Skype first. They have to end dates first because you have to leave a guy wanting more. Men love a challenge. That hasn't changed. Uh, Technology has changed. But, but that, that hasn't. hasn't are, are, are the rules then... Are they about playing a game, uh, Cherie? And, and when can you let... Uh, because if you're not like that, I suppose you're not like that. I know you can probably grow to be like that. But if uh, if that is a game playing to try to bag somebody or, or, or get yourself a partner, it, when does all that stop or does it ever stop? Well, it's actually... That's a very good point. It's actually not a game. We're not playing anything. We're just being our best self because you should be busy. It's not like we're telling you to manufacture all this. You should be working, be studying, be with your girlfriends, not drop everything when you meet a man. You should be going to the gym. You should be, you know, doing volunteer work. Whatever you did before you met him, you should continue doing. The problem is a woman will meet a guy, whether it's online or Facebook or whatever, at a bar, and she'll start making him so important in her life, texting him all the time, dropping her friends, you know, losing interest in yoga class or whatever. And then he's gone because he can't take being so suffocated by her. You know, he wants, men really actually want a rules girl. They want a girl that gives them space. That doesn't, you know, like when a girl texts a guy, hey, good morning, you know, handsome, and he doesn't reply right away, she'll write, are you ignoring me? You know, she'll double text, which is a no-no. It's like intense. Like the guy, you know, was just brushing his teeth. And it's like she's double texting him already. Okay, so, so girls so that, come that on very like, strong. They're very intense yeah. emotionally. And it's, it backfires. It's not uh, attractive. We actually have a chapter called 20 Turnoffs to Men. It's like women have to restrain themselves. They're naturally more emotional than men. Like they go on a date and they analyze it with 10 friends when they get home. Should we analyze a guy goes it? on we a date and he puts on, you know, a sports channel. I know. We, we, we do tend to analyze everything, Cherie, though, don't right, we? Right, right. So it's not a game. Like, you know, in the same way when you go on a job interview, do you tell the boss, listen, I want to know where I'm going to be in the corporate ladder, you know, in five, like women go on dates and say to the guy, well, where is this going? And, you know, what, where are we going to be in five years, you know, now that we've slept together? You, you couldn't do that in a job interview. You couldn't say, well, if you hire me, where am I going to be? It's like life is on some level a game. Everybody has to put their best foot forward. Nobody wants the depressed or, you know, therapied out person to be with. Like you have to appear in a certain way, you know, like in your job, you can't wear pajamas and you have to dress up. It's the same with dating. You can't just be anything. Women were just doing whatever and thinking they could get certain results. It's like when you bake a cake, you can't just put whatever in it. You have to actually put in the right ingredients. People it's the same with dating. It, it does have an element of strategicness. There, it's not just a free-for-all. There are, um, and I, I, I can guess what your answer is, to, is going to be to this, but there are people texting and saying, hey, look, that's like something from the 50s. This is, this, <laughs> this is well, not about empowering not women. It's 2013. I'm not a 50s woman. I'm a feminist. I, Ellen and I own our own company, the Rules Consultation Corp. We don't have a man involved. We do, you know, business, and we're not sitting at home vacuuming and wearing aprons. We are very aggressive businesswomen, but that aggressiveness does not apply to men. It does not work. I mean, you could do it, but it will not work. You will scare men away. So y you just think, be whatever way you want to be in your life, but if you are looking for a partner, you, you, have, to, you have to do it a, a certain way for it to be successful. 
Exactly. I mean, we wished it wasn't this way. You think we liked it? I mean, we wanted to go to a party and approach the guy that we thought was cute, but we found that it never works that way. It only works where the guy comes over to you, and then you have to choose from the pool of men that pick you. If we could all, like, walk over to, like, whoever... It, life would be easy, but it just, men are biologically different from women. They like bungee jumping, soccer, sports. They thrive on challenge. Women, not so much. You know what I mean? So a guy will get bored if, he, if he's approached, if he's asked out, if, if you're texting him, if you're moving in. You know, like women go on dates with guys and they want the guy to, you know, like empty out a drawer for them. It's like <laughs> the guy's like, all right, I, I wasn't mad. I didn't mean to get this serious. Yeah, yeah, women yeah. have to control themselves. Um, what else do, do do men hate it in your experience, Shri? Uh, they don't want you to friend their mother. <laughs> like they met you at a bar, they friended you, and you're friending their mother, their coworker, their cousins. You're infiltrating their world. So they that's don't clinginess. want their space invaded. Yeah, that comes in as clingy as well, doesn't that's it? That's kind of scary, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? Do, do they like to be cooked dinner? Do they like, do they like old-fashioned um, girls? What sure, but you know, we don't suggest that because you want we want dates. This is the whole point of this book is to get dates, to get married. You don't want to, you know, advertise that you're going to cook dinner for this guy. Maybe on his birthday you could cook him dinner. But if you're just going to cook dinner and you're going to hang out at his place or your place, the relationship is going to get awfully casual. And it's going to be like you're practically living together. And then you're never going to get him to propose. We know this because our clients come to us and say, I'm cooking him dinner. We're ordering in movies. Nothing's happening. He's not talking about the future. And it's three years. And we're like, yeah. That's because you stopped letting him court you. Right. What, what about, because um, we're talking about social uh, social networking as well. Sorry, just to let people know I'm talking to uh, Sherry Schneider, uh, who wrote the original The Rules, and 18 years later, it is the new rules for the kind of, I suppose, the, the, the social media age. What about uh, looking about somebody's looking at somebody's profiles before you go out with them? Is that allowed? You can look at it, but you don't mention it on the date. You don't say, wow, you know, I also like the Giants. And I also went on a semester abroad oh, when I was a guy. It's like yeah. women study the guy's profile like um, the Bible, and they go on dates and they interrogate him about the facts he's mentioned. The guy is, like, going to go to the bathroom and never come back. No man wants that much intensity or interrogation. They want to talk about work, weather, movies. They want to giggle on the date with you and, you know, ask you what your favorite movie star is, like that. They don't want, they don't want more work. You're like, you can't interrogate them. Um, what about uh, sex, the, the, the dirty word sex? How soon into a relationship or, or uh, when would you suggest is, is the well, right time? Well, it depends time? on your age. And, you know, the younger, the longer you wait. Because the rules is about a man falling in love with your soul. If you give him sex, too soon, he will look at you as a sex object. You want the man to fall in love with your soul, to really love you, want you. You know, if it's all about the physical, he's going to get bored. And if he, if you give it away too soon, he's going to think tramp or whatever. So this again, this is not a game. This is about being selective and um, holding out for the guy. Like women say to us, "Oh, I don't care if he ever calls me again if I sleep with him on the first date." But then they're devastated when they don't hear from him. So you should sleep with a guy when you're pretty sure you're going to hear from him again, that he's like somebody that cares about you, that's not going to, you know, record you on videotape and, you know, put it on the internet. You know what I mean? See, it really has gone that far now, hasn't it? I I wouldn't even think of things like that. Um, Tell me... um, 
I can't remember what I was going to ask you. I'll ask you another question. Have you ever? Oh, sorry. Tell me about some of some of the high-profile people who have used your book that you know of. Well, we we haven't spoken to Beyonce, but she did say it was her favorite book when it came out, and she seems to be in a rules match. But again, we she's not a client. We've never spoken to her. Very good. Um, supermodel Cheryl Teagues called it her Bible. She said she highlighted it and followed it, you know, strictly. Um. You know, people have come out, like Blake Lively was quoted in an article as using the rules to uh, date someone. So we know that women, high-profile women, I mean, we have high-profile clients. They're not all celebrities, but they're women that run their own business, and they're doctors and lawyers and MBAs. They are not 50s women. Whoever said that about 50s, these women are very competent, aggressive, um, and they have nothing to be ashamed of. But when it comes to dating, they don't know what they're doing. They will treat a man to dinner because they make more money. They will invite him to their movie screening if they're an actress. They will do all these things. Or one woman, a client, a CEO, started to date her trainer, said, hey, why don't you just live with me for a while or you know, leave your things here. And he was texting other women while she was paying his rent. And Ouch. it's because these women overgive, you know, yep. overdo. And that's a mistake. You can't give too much to a guy because he will take advantage. Um, tell me, do you, and I was asking you about this, but if you get into a very serious relationship and you were saying, okay, you, you, this isn't a game and, and it's not about it, but it does, there does seem to be a lot of, okay, um, putting a different side of yourself to a prospective partner. What happens, Cherie, when you get serious and, you know, okay, either you're living together or you decide to get married? Do you, do you drop all that? What do you do? What, what would you suggest that people do? Okay. Well, basically, we don't lie. So we never say that we're, you know, a Harvard graduate or whatever, you know, Oxford, whatever you, you know. The, we never lie on dates. It's just that we don't say everything that we're thinking or everything that ever happened to us. So we gradually let a man get to know us. So after a few months, he finds out, you know, that your mother's an alcoholic, perhaps. Or in, you know, five months he finds out that you flunked chemistry. You know, you don't put it out there all on the table on the first date. It's none of his business. Do you always stay slightly aloof? Do you always let them even... No, no, no. We're friendly. We're nice. We're just not chasing them. When they call us, we're delightful. We're just a didn't call him. He made the call because how would I know he liked me if I called him? And once you once you are married, then do you still make them do the chasing? Do you... What do you do? Well, I naturally... I mean, you become naturally... Mean. <laughs> joking. You know, what? Joking. I said mean. I was joking. No, 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 no. We're, I mean, my husband calls me more than I call him, but it's not because I'm strategic about it. It's just because he's more, that, that men are more aggressive. They're just nat naturally more, you know, they like to chase more. But he knows everything about me. Once you're married, you know, we have the rules for marriage. We say you got him. You were hard to get. Now you be easy to be with. You make dinner. You greet him at the door. You're loving. You're, you know, you're wonderful. You're just, you're, you're a wife. I mean, a wife is somebody who makes her husband feel good. Um, you say yes to sex. You go away. You know, whatever he likes to do. You watch really? an occasional even, football game with even, him. Even if like you... I watch, I watch um, action-adventure movies with my husband. Did I do that when I was single? No. I watch chick flicks. So what I'm saying is you become, you know, a person that they are happy they married. Not you... a ball and chain. You're not difficult. You don't try to change them. It's all good. There's nothing bad about that. that so do you completely give in to... to... If, if you're in, if you're married, do you, you say you have sex, do you have sex whether you want to or not? Or, or do you, you know, is, is, that a, is, is that a good way of keeping the relationship good? I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, 
it's it's not oppressive oppressive in any way. I mean, it's like you know, maybe if you're sick or whatever, you would say no. But in general, sex is a good way to bond with your husband, and watching a game with him or a movie is this is all good for the relationship. It's a win-win situation. This is not you know a boss and a servant or a slave. I mean, I'm happy to do these things, and and you know what? When you do the rules for marriage, they reciprocate. They become you know, nice, you know, they're nicer to you as well. I mean, it's a, it's a win-win situation. But what we're here to talk about is that technology has changed dating so much that women are not getting a date, much less a husband. Uh They're getting texted till 2 a.m. and Skyped and, you know, all this IM, Gchat, they're being hit by all this technology and they're succumbing to it and not setting boundaries. And they're not even getting one date, much less a husband. So So if you want to get a date, you've got to kind of lose your phone. Like the way it started, you know, women, Mothers were calling us and saying, please write a book. My daughter, who's 20, is texting till 2 a.m. She's going on booty calls. It's like, what is going on? And she won't listen to me. You tell her what to do. And some of these mothers actually followed our rules, you know, 20 years ago. So that's why we wrote the book. We wrote the book to help, you know, every generation, because now every woman texts. I mean, you text, right? 50-year-old women are calling us, and they're texting till 2 a.m. to guys that are not asking them out. And we're helping them lose the phone. That's what we call it, lose. Like one of our clients lost her phone, and she couldn't text a guy back for a whole day. And guess what? He asked her out. He says, like, hey, how's it going? No answer, because she lost her phone. Hey, what's up? What's up for the weekend? No answer. And then he said, can I see you this weekend? And she was like, oh, my God, all I did was lose my phone. And we're like, yes, exactly. So literally lose your phone. Would you advise people to get off uh, social networking 24-7? Because as you, as you said earlier on. If you can't wrong, handle it, if you can't, if it's like if you can't control your liquor, don't drink. If you can't be on Facebook without posting hourly depressing status updates, if you can't not friend a guy or cause drama by saying, hey, I saw you with another girl, and what's that, what's that photo of you in the hot tub? <laughs> if you can't control yourself, yeah, get off. But if you can you know, stay within the playground, the boundaries we set, then stay on. Fantastic. Well, look, I'm sure it's, it's going to be an amazing su- success. Again, the new rules, 18 years on, and is, is, is that the title of it, Cherie? It's just, it's the new rules and it's for the digital The new age. rules, the new rules. And when we're in the, you know, when, we, when there are spaceships, we'll write about rules for space. Like, wherever technology is going, we'll be there for you. We, we're trying to help single women, because again, I mean, as you know, it can be very depressing to be single. Valentine's Day is coming up. You want to date, and if you're texting guys and Skyping and friending and all this stuff, you're going to be left out in the dust. You know, it's like you're going to be hurt. This is this is, book is not about playing hard to get so much as it is being hard, being hard to get because you have a life, and also not getting hurt. Women who get hurt, like they don't go to work the next day, they start eating, you know, they get depressed. Like it's serious. This is a serious book. It sure is. It sure is. Look, lovely talking to you, uh, Cherie you Schneider, um, author of The New Rules. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you. And if anybody wants to reach us, they can go to our Facebook, our website, therulesbook.com. We, we love to talk to our fans. Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out. Thank you, John. You've been listening to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.